This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right, we're, um, we want to thank Rabbi Yaakov Mizrahi for inviting us here to speak. Who was just uh, who just passed from us, Rav Chaim Kinevsky. Now, I'm going to tell you one story about Rav Chaim Kinevsky, a story about his uncle and Rabbi Yonatan Ibishitz. First, we're going to tell you a story about Rabbi Yonatan Ibishitz. This story, why am I telling you this? Because this is the story that Rav Chaim Kinevsky used to tell. And I'm going to tell you why after he said it. Why? He says, there was one time a king. Everybody knew Rabbi Yonatan Ibishitz was the Gaon. Everybody knew that ask him any question anywhere, he's going to give you the answer. So the king liked to test him and tease him with different types of questions. And one day, the king sits down and uh, he says, bring me Rabbi Yonatan Ibishitz. They bring him the rabbi. <coughs> Say, Rabbi, Chacham, I'm going away now, and I'm going to come back in a few days, maybe in a week or two. I want to know, we have two gates to get back into the city. The main gate, or the side gate. That's how I get into the side or main. What do you think I'm getting into when I come back from the city? The side gate or the main gate? So I is very smart. He says, I can't tell you. Because whenever I tell you, you're going to do the opposite and you're going to tell me I'm wrong. If I tell you, you're going to go through the main gate, you're going to go through the side gate. If I tell you, go through the side gate, you're going to go through the main gate. So I have an idea. I'm going to write down on a piece of paper which gate you're going into. Either the side or the main. And we're going to leave it in the palace in a, with one of the main guards that's here. He cannot open it. We'll put it in a box, a safe, lock it up. This will be my answer. When you come back and you see, you'll see which gate I picked, the main or the side. Two weeks passes. And now, the day came when the king is coming back. And he's getting close to the, to the gates. The main gate, the side gate, he's telling his, uh, uh, his entourage, which one should we go? Which one do you think Rabbi Yonatan Ibish just picked? The side or the main? The side or the main? He says, well, yeah, let's go to the main. Because he for sure picked the side, because he knows the king goes to the main. Going back and forth. Finally the king says, I have a genius idea. Let's make a new gate. And he went ahead, and the king told his troops, we're making a new breach. They opened up the new, a new gate, and they went into a third gate, they never left. Now they come into the palace, they bring over the Ibishes, say, we're, we're ready, we're opening up the safe right now from the altar. we want to see which gate, you remember which is the side of the main. They open it up, and they see, what did Rabbi Yonatan Ibishes write? The king will come into his own new gate. Shema Israel, they look, how did you know? How did you know? Says the Gemara says, Melech, a king, for let's get it. Whichever way he wants. It means a king, he opens up any gate he wants. So he says, because I knew that Gemara, that a king can open up any gate he wants. So because of the Gemara, I understood which gate you're coming in from. Why did Rav Kaim Kinyevsi always like this story? Because he saw the lens of every Chacham, of every Gadol Ador. It's not through the lens of what we think. 
the side gate, the main gate, the this gate, the that gate. It's the lens of whatever the Torah says. So if the Torah says, Melech Puretz Gedet, I don't care which gate, this gate, that gate, Melech Puretz Gedet, you can open up a new gate. Melech opens up any gate. That's how we knew. And that's, that's, what, that, that's how Rav Chaim Kanievsky gave Psakim. Through the lens of the Torah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. If this is what the Torah says, then this becomes my sense. Yeah? That's the way he, that's the way he lived his life, Rav Chaim. That's the way he lived his life. He used to say a story about his uncle, the Hazonish. What happened with the Hazonish? One time, there was a yeshiva bachud came in and he told the Hazonish that he's going through a surgery. And the doctor said, this, that, what do you, what do you think? So Hazonish looks, he sees this whole thing, what he has to go through. Hazonish tells him, listen, I know this doctor, he's a very good surgeon, go to him. He tells him, go to this doctor. Okay, thank you, Rabbi. He's about to walk out. Now the Hazonish starts asking him questions back. Oh, um, um, what are you learning, by the way? And he starts telling him this, and they're all back and forth. After the conversation, the Hazonish tells this Yeshiva Bachar, don't go to any doctor, don't go to no surgeon, you'll be totally okay. He says, I understand, Rabbi, you told me a few minutes ago that I should go to this surgeon and make sure I go to this doctor, and now all of a sudden he changed the whole thing. He says, that was before I spoke to you in learning. But now I see you're a Tamil Hacham, you know how to learn, you're holding in the Suyot, then already you have to understand, Ma'ala you already become above the natural, the nature, above nature. This is what it is. A person has to understand when he learns Torah, you're above nature. You're not the same human being. The Hazorish used to say, when you see a Tamil Hacham walking in the street, you're not seeing a human being. You're seeing a Malach, you're seeing an angel in a body. This, what, what, this is exactly what Chaim Kenyevsky was. He was an angel in a body. That's what you saw. You didn't say, oh, you look at him, Rabbi, how you doing, how you doing, Rabbi? No, no, who Rabbi? He's Malach. In a human being's body. That, 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 that's what, what do you think he did all day? From his teenage, from younger, from, as a kid, all day, Torah, 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 Torah. He didn't stop learning. His whole life he didn't stop learning. And that's what gave him the koach. Where did all the koach come from? He would go, he had, right away, he would tell you this, tell you that, tell you, how do you know? Boom. You walk in. I remember I walked in with a few people one time, and already, I already knew. He knew without even talking to the, to the, to the guy. That what he needed. You need this. You, know, nah, nah, nah. you have this bracha for this. How do you know, Rabbi? He had it. He knew it. Boom. I was there in the room when it happened. I took a few boys. Right away, he says, you. Nah. He said, bracha like this. Whatever he needed. The next guy. Kish. Next guy. Next guy. He knew. To the koch of the Torah. Now, the story of Rav Chaim Kenievsky goes that there was one time everybody was waiting online to get his hair cut. You know, the, the, the three years old, they have the, the they cut the hair. When he's three, huh? Chaleke. Right? They have the chaleke, they cut it, his hair. So what happens? All the boys are lining up. He sees this little boy over here. He looks at him, he says, you don't look like you're three years old. You look like, he's thinking in his mind, you know, he looks like he's two, two and a half, two years old, two years, he looks younger than all the boys. All the boys lining up every three year old, you see a three year old. That guy looks like he's two years old. What's going on? He tells the father, who's the father of this boy? 
says, I'm the father. Why are you bringing him here? He looks younger than three. He says, Rabbi, how'd you know? He's, he's only two. So why are you bringing him? Bring him next year, bring him. He says, no, 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 Rabbi, you're not understanding. He says, the doctors don't, are saying from now, they're not giving him an extra year of life. They're saying, that's it. He's not going to make it till three. So I came before three, so you could cut, the rabbi could cut his hair. He says, this is what the doctor's saying? He says, that's what they told me. He takes the boy, Chaim Kenievsky, takes the little boy, brings him to the, to the kitchen, does a few things, tells the father of the boy, go back to the doctor and take another test and see if he still has what he has. He says, no, 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 Rabbi, you're not understanding. I actually just went and they'll never give me another test. I just went, now I'm going to go get another test. Ah, I can't. He says, trust me, go ahead. And if they t- go to them and say, I'll pay for an extra test. Don't, if you pay, they'll let you do it. I'll pay. But if it's wrong, then I don't have to pay. If it's right, so I did an extra test. If it's wrong, then I don't pay. I said, no, doctors, okay, no problem, let's do it. They do the test. They find out nothing's wrong. This is the same kid. They looked at the chart. Same kid, same, same boy, same boy. What's going on? They don't know. The doctor says, this boy is totally okay. You can go now. You have nothing to worry about. He goes back to the Rav Chaim Kenievsky. He says, Rabbi, what happened? What would you do? He says, let me tell you. He says, what happened? He says, after he told me that, so I took him to the kitchen because I have a special wine that when I make siyum on the whole entire Torah, I use this wine with Mesayemit. I gave him to drink a little bit, just a little bit. To, so he says, so why it took so long over there? He says, because I was teaching him the Barachah. So I was there, sitting there, teaching the Barachah. He drank from the little bit of the, the wine. He just tasted it like another baby that tastes a little bit by the Brimilah. He tasted a little bit of the wine of the Rabbi that he finished the whole Torah with. Nothing, nothing there. <laughs> nothing there. This is one of the Gdolim that we just lost. This is a big loss that we have. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.